0: Children's
1: Box Why, what, and how? Fuse eight and Kate will break it down for you
0: now. Hey Kate, yeah, guess what? What? Guess what? What? Happy New Year! Happy New Happy Year! Happy New Year! It's a new year! Let all the quaint we <laughs> be And Yes, yeah, so it's 2018. Yeah. Yeah, it's the future. It is the future. (laughs) Where's my flying car? I have every. I I had to say flying car because there is really, literally, nothing else I could say that does not exist now. Yeah, like except for maybe jetpacks, but even that, I'm sure, is like they'll be rolled out by Apple in like two months. So yeah, probably. Yeah, it could be. So we've been busy. Yeah, we've done many things. Yeah, you've done things, but I have also done things.
1: Oh, where'd you go? I for the last. <laughs> Two weeks. Mm-hmm. I have been in Australia awesome. and New Zealand. Put another
0: shrimp on the
1: Barbie. That's exactly what they said. Is I that what they said? That's that's did they the, actually, tour ma- yeah, the tour I guy think was like, they
0: must know. That's we what we do for Christmas.
1: It. We go ahead and we put a shrimp on the Barbie, and it's like, did you really just? Say, <laughs> I think that-? they
0: only say that because we want them to so very badly. Yeah.
1: Everyone said good day, mate. Yep. Was, like, and the- what
0: animals did you see while you were there? I
1: saw koalas. Mm-hmm. Did it give kangaroo- you chlamydia? Uh, no, Yay, I was bonus. not allowed to touch it. Yeah, good. And they they claimed it was because koalas can't express emotions like dogs, for example. Like if a dog is guilty, you know, you can kind of tell. Sure. Once a koala, if it's sad, angry, happy, it just has that same so face. So like psychopaths,
0: like you cannot tell? No. Nope. Like, yeah. But right. if
1: you want to see an entertaining video, look up koalas fighting. Okay. Because that is the sound of the devil <laughs> that comes out of their mouth. But yeah, that's interesting. I saw kangaroos. Mm-hmm. I saw um, Paul McCartney. I saw Quoika. Wait, I what? Saw...
0: <laughs> you saw? You saw Paul McCartney? Yeah, that happened. Oh, did you meet him? No. But you saw him. I saw him. That's pretty good. And Sia. I saw Sia too. And you saw Sia. That's yeah. good. You know, what's, you know what's even better? Huh? Meeting celebrities. Guess what I did while you were gone? But I interviewed Neil Patrick Harris. I hate you. Yeah, it was good. You know what? He's a super nice guy. I'm sure he is. Well,
1: you never know. You never know because he could be weird. I don't know. He's pretty awesome. Like, he dresses
0: up his kids in like yeah, all these outfits. his well, outfits Halloween are insane. And... Yeah. No, but he used to live near me in Harlem. So I have seen him actually playing with his kids in Harlem. So that was nice. But no, turns out very nice guy. Um, a good interviewee. And, uh, and I even helped him do a magic trick. So that's pretty cool. Yay. Two, two thumbs up on our. You had a vacation and went to a fantastic country. And I interviewed a fantastic person.
1: Yours sounds a little more awesome.
0: It, uh, <laughs> we're not judging here. <laughs> we're not judging. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. <laughs> Mine was awesome. All right, so, oh, right, who are we? Oh, I'm Kate. Oh, I'm Betsy. Hello. Hi. Uh, we probably should have covered that before, but that's okay. Betsy, you Patrick Harris, Kate, down under. With a koala. With a koala. With a koala. Um, yeah, and what, what do we do here besides. Talk about our fabulous lives
1: Oh, we talk about um, children's picture books
0: and whether we deem them worthy to be on our bookshelves Worthy or not worthy, that's correct And uh, today uh, we we have a special little book It's not a very special episode book, but it is still, I'd say, a very special book In that this is a weird book This is a book that I think is really well known But that very few people have actually read it's quoted constantly. If I say the title to you instant instant recognition, but I would bet a large segment of the population has never read it. Never never read it. Uh, and is
1: it because it's awful?
0: No. I I you paused. Well, you, you had to think about it. Well, <laughs> what is, what is this? Like, this was, is, is this like, Lucy from the Charlie Brown Christmas special. You had to think about it first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying anything. I can't give away what I think about a book before you've even, like, learned the name of it. That's That okay, gives fine. away the whole hey, game. That's hey. why the pause. Um, so, here we are in 2018. Mm-hmm. And in 2017, if you'll recall, uh, the time person of the year was uh, hashtag me too. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. And I feel like I wanted to do a book... Uh, with a strong female protagonist, uh, nay. nay, sir. hero, and uh, and that is what this book is today. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it out here. Drum roll, please. A little engine that could. The little engine that could. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. Is this from ringing any bells? Wait, the train's a girl. That's not a train. It's an. En- <laughs> Let's go over the title again. The little engine that is could. Is it an engine in a train? No, an engine is attached to a train. It pulls a train, but it's... See, this book will clear so many things up for you. So Wait, many how,
1: things up. I still don't get where the strong female protagonist is. Well,
0: it's because you haven't read the book yet. Is you it, will is see. It the little
1: Bo peep that's on the bottom no! of the page? No! No, it's the little engine that could! Why do you always give me books with creepy clowns on them? Oh, My because gosh. that's all there are hate clowns
0: yeah you're gonna hate this book all right take this book mm. into another room just gonna, enjoy that clown it's gonna cover there's up, a lot of him i gonna cover up the clown <laughs> i have an alternate clown here but i you you read that one uh, that one's just as good we're back yep and you read a book i did and it's a book about a little engine yeah yep that good it could it could and it did and yep there we go. End of podcast. The end. Moving on. Next one. <laughs> yeah. Let's back up a little bit. Um, of course, I know what this book is about, and you know now what this book's about, but so many people just don't know what this book is about. But I have a description here. Mm-hmm. But this description needs to be read. Mm-hmm. You know what, voice would be great? Mm. I'm talking high society lady. I'm talking, you ever seen like those old Marx Brothers movies with Margaret Dumont? What sort of talks like this with a very sort of talking way that's that's what I'm talking about
1: that's the one in mm-hmm. this well-loved classic, a little train carrying oodles of toys to all of the good boys and girls is confronted with a towering, seemingly impassable mountain. As nicely as they ask, the toys cannot convince the shiny new engine, or the big strong engine, far too impressed with themselves, to say anything but, I cannot, I cannot. It is left up to the little blue engine to overcome insurmountable odds, and pull the train to the other side. So what'd you think? Uh, I thought a lot of interesting things. Boy, I bet
0: so. Now, I should actually clarify. Uh, we should say who the illustrator is on this. We know that the author is Waddy Piper. Um, this is the Platt and Monk classic. And I believe it's the, uh, yes, it's illustrated by George and Doris Haman. Uh We should make that clear because there are more than one illustrated edition out there. But this is the best known one, I would say. Okay. Just wanted to make that clear. Well, I got qualms with this, uh, with this one. With oh really? With why? The, well Goodness with the illustrations. Why. What 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 could possibly be wrong with these delightful illustrations?
1: Well, actually this one is due to the text. Uh mm-hmm. when when they have there's this engine that's full of toys and and food and, and all sorts of things. And it says here, and there were cars full of toy engines, airplanes, tops, jack knives. Heck yeah.
0: That, they that's, show. They show that dark knife. That's that's a really long blade. This did come out in 1930 when and then that there's was another a, blade. Yes, and there's a, a serrated, third blade. There's a serrated edge to it. Would you give that to a child? 1930, maybe. Boys and well, I wish I could say and girls, but it was mostly boys. Yeah, they had those things.
1: And the dolls are only white. The only difference is that one is a blonde and the other one's a What are you talking about? One's got
0: brown hair. This is totally multi-ethnic. A blonde and a brunette. We don't know what the clown is. He could be anything. We
1: don't see the Irish represented here. Where are the (laughs) redheads?
0: Point taken. No, no. This is is as white as white may be. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Who is Patty Piper?
0: Well, the author of this book is supposedly Waddy Piper. Mm. So maybe Patty is supposed to be related to Waddy in some way. Waddy Piper doesn't exist, I should say. Uh, there is no Waddy Piper. There never was a Waddy Piper. I'll well, say who names their kid Waddy? Nobody apparently. <laughs> ever in the history of man has ever named their child Waddy. that was uh, a, that was a
1: fake name.
0: Yeah, it was a fake name. Oh gosh, what was the deal with this? This uh, we will get into the 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 question of who actually wrote this book okay. which I am, is a, i only asked
1: who i'm assuming it's patty piper Yeah. because on this page showing all these different toys there's a book ah called stories that never grow old edited by Addie piper
0: i oh that's probably supposed to be
1: waddy piper oh yeah well, i guess that makes sense because they're covering up the w i'm just right waddy up piper
0: a... was a the name they used for the books for kids uh this particular Publisher. Oh. Uh. Yeah. So that that is probably what that thing there is. Yes. Platt and Monk, by the way, is the name of the publisher. I just love it so much because it's a horrible name for a publisher. Platt and Monk. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Apples to pay. <laughs>
1: um, the part where it says, uh, the little train and all the dolls and toys were very sad because there's all these engines that keep coming by mm-hmm. and uh, keep saying no. Those are engines. I'm not going to help you. <laughs> yep. But it says here, the the little train and all the dolls and toys were very sad. Yes. Shouldn't the engine be
0: sad and not the train? This is where I get confused. So at the beginning, we have this red engine. Right. All right, so the red engine breaks down. That is the last... No, you actually see the red engine in the illustrations, but that's the last you ever hear from that red engine. Insofar as we can tell, the red engine is left to rot there until the end of time because no one seems to ever yeah, come for it. I don't like it. that. I don't yeah. like that
1: you never see it ever again. Nope. All these toys and food and whatever just abandon yeah. this, this engine that has been chugging along for who knows how long. For a while. And they're like... Peace. We're going to find
0: someone bigger and better than you and leave you alone. Well, they, I for a while, I was like, well, maybe the little engine that could drags the old engine as well, no. but I don't think so. You no. see it left behind, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, this has always kind of disturbed me, that this poor red engine was also female. Um, I believe they say at the beginning, is also a she. There's yeah. only two female engines in this book, and that's the other right. one.
1: So why are the mean engines who won't help mm-hmm. the male and the mm-hmm. female... Are the engines that work? Well, you can and see help why, because
0: and... they're the male engines have are driven entirely by self-interest, while the altruism is displayed it's very by sexist. the <laughs> <laughs> Just... reverse reverse sexism. Reverse sexism. Reverse sexism. <laughs> How dare they imply that uh, that these male engines wouldn't help? Well, and also the clown's a boy.
1: And also it says here um, that indeed the little train train. Was very, very sad, and the dolls and, cho- and toys... Maybe they're
0: talking about the train and cars. We don't know. I don't know. But it says the dolls and toys
1: were ready to cry. Yeah. Jump the gun, because the elephant is already crying.
0: <laughs> there are tears, and it, you... The, well, wait. it says the dolls and toys. Maybe they don't consider the elephant a toy. Oh
1: Semantics! No, 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 it does. I, I think oh, it, it does? I'm pretty sure it says the elephant is a...
0: Uh, oh, it does say the giraffe. I don't know if it says the elephant...
1: Hold on, it says. Oh, it does. Yeah, there were toy animals mm-hmm. uh, and even a baby All elephant. Right. Baby yeah. elephant. So the illustrator jumped the gun there. Yeah, well. And uh, she if was, that's the worst the illustrator did, I think we're up. A, a we're too, doing okay
0: here. Yeah.
1: All right. So yeah, I I wrote down like why are the male engines mean and the female engine, engines helpful.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then I wrote, wait, what happened to the first engine?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we we, don't we know. never know. I just assume it rots on the tracks forever. Um, but it, I always feel bad for it.
1: I feel like this is pushing it by saying this is a strong female protagonist. It's a
0: female engine!
1: Yeah, that's like calling ships female. Like, that's what you but do. But then
0: why would you? they bother to call the other engines male? I
1: don't know, They but really
0: it, make a distinction. I think you are pushing it by saying that what? this is a female protagonist. It, they very clearly... First of all, first of all, you've got an engine that solely based on its physical strength. And willpower is able to do this thing that it was not built to do. All right? And how many female characters, particularly in children's books, can you name where a female is physically strong and is able to use what the sheer power of her will? How do you define a female? Uh, You call it she. That's it? Sure. Are we actually going to get into the anthropomorphizing of... Of ab- I uh, let I'm me tell you, I was the kid who gave genders to my crayons Okay, so this what? oh yeah, and then they had romances. Yeah, so <laughs> right there, you're barking up the wrong tree. Wait, did you have like Mr. Black and uh, I don't know, man? It was very you know, Miss White. It, they would fight over was one like another. Clue? <laughs> I literally would pair up everything that got into my hands. Like uh, a game of war became like just this soap opera. It was yeah, no. So I I am not the person to ask about like <laughs> nope yeah because no, no, I'm we're heck yeah
1: they call the engine she if you will ask anyone on the street is the little engine that could male or female they'd be like it's male a, it's a train they'd
0: say no they'd say it was they'd male say, they'd say it's a train Betsy it's a children's book everything has a gender in a children's book name me look in the you're asking, now you're asking the wrong person I can't name in every you know children's book I'm trying to like think if there's an exception to this. They always gender the physical objects that are walking around. Brave Little Toaster is a boy. Yeah, no, it's always. There's I'm a gender sure here there's there. an exception out there that I'm I... am sure there is, but if it was, it was making a wait, point. Wait, wait,
1: Goodnight Moon, was the rabbit a boy or a girl? He's a little boy bunny. How do you know it's a boy?
0: Did they say boy? Do I have to actually go through the entire text? Um, I don't even think they mentioned that rabbit. I don't think he is in the text. The old woman... Right, the old lady is, but, but I don't think he's ever mentioned. But he's you... a stand-in for the child reader. I know he's wearing boy PJs. That's why I think he's a boy. But yeah, oh. eh. my favorite character in this book,
1: in this book, oh yeah, who is not the creepy clown that is on every what? page? What the creepy
0: clown is not your favorite freaking character? I Freaking hate that color. Thing. Me shocked. I hate I hate that clown. That is admittedly a far less creepy clown, clown than we have seen in like. It's got really long... Look how long or... those
1: fingers are.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like uh, oh gosh, what ah uh, see I can't think of the name of it. There's like Pennywise. A, no, not like Pennywise. <laughs> you know, like a yaya, like those those, those animals that have the yeah. really long fingers. But yeah. yeah.
1: Now my favorite character
0: is this little guy. Is that is that a is it a ferret? Is it a mongoose? Is no, I a, think it's supposed to be a prairie dog, with prairie? the longest, thickest, most disturbing tail. Is it a squirrel. <laughs> I think a, I, I don't know what it it's is. It's standing like a prairie dog, but it's black. Yeah, and it has so it this a tail. Even a squirrel doesn't have a tail like that. That tail looks like it, like it's like it could wrap around somebody. Ugh! I what like, is that supposed to be? It's got I a burrow.
1: It's just a little guy, and he's got
0: a little home. Yeah, yeah. I think you've been you've been seeing too many cute animals in Australia. I don't know yeah. what that thing is. I Do know. not, Mister Clown. Do not run near that animal. It will take off your kneecaps. I don't know what take that is. Little guy,
1: little guy, take off his kneecaps. Maybe it's because take <laughs>
0: Maybe it's because he's near all these train like these coal burning trains and the the sheer the coal dust has stained this poor little animal's fur black over the years. You only see him once though. This is the only time you see well, him. Well, we probably Died of whatever infection to his lungs happened because of all the coal dust. Yeah, yeah but he died looking real cute. Yeah, he did. he did. Yeah, he did. That's all I get All right. Okay, so this is a weird book. Um, there's so much to say about it. So much to say. Okay, so I the first time I did my top one hundred poll came in at fifty four. Second time I did my poll, not a soul voted for it. So there you go. More people voted in the second poll too. So there you go. Publishers Weekly, so you're all like, how can you say this is a strong female protagonist? Well, it goes weirder with Publishers Weekly. They called it, quote, a good example of pioneer feminist lore with Girl Engine as hero. First of all, I just love that they call it Girl Engine. Yeah. And uh, what the heck is pioneer feminist lore? Uh, the little engine that could, I guess so. I don't think she can be much of a pioneer She's got to stay on the track Didn't pioneers just go explore? E- explore Maybe she's exploring the other side of the mountain That's true, sure, she's never been there Lord mm. knows how she's getting back Because hills don't go one way So <laughs> she is going to have to turn around But of course she's dragging something this way So mm. I, I guess that's well um, Yeah, so apparently According to Leonard Marcus In his book Minders of Make-Believe uh, this book did so well in the 1930s because of the depression. Uh, the, the "Think I can, I think I can" that motto was sort of embraced. Yes. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, you know that sort of makes sense. But let's get to uh, let's get to the weirdness of who actually wrote this book. This is not the first printing of it in its current form. There was a version actually done by Lois Lensky, who was this famous illustrator who, for whatever reason, got scrapped for these illustrators. I don't know why. Um, in the subsequent editions, like the one in 1954 that came out, they put a fake bio for, quote-unquote, Waddy Piper, saying that Waddy was born in Europe and first <laughs> came to love books as a 14-year-old, when he became an errand boy in a Chicago bookstore at two fifty a week. That is so horrendously specific. <laughs> um, this apparently, however, is the same as the story of Arnold Monk, of Platt and Monk, so maybe that's why it, it said that. Hmm. Um, so, there's a lot of theories as to when this actually was first made. In 1906, there was a, uh, gosh, what was it? There was a story attributed to a sermon... Uh, called The Story of the Engine That Thought It Could. In 1906, there was a version in a Sunday school publication called Thinking One Can. In 1910, there was a story in the Kindergarten Review called The Pony Engine. Eh. 1911, The Little Steam Engine came out in the Riverside Second Reader. 1914, uh, and this one is my favorite one, I don't even know. It's called the Royal Engine. I don't know why people think this has anything to do with it. Because in it, the peaceful kingdom of Locomos is attacked by the Automos, And the Locomos King rides to rescue. I don't know what that's supposed to have to do with this book. Locomotive word. versus automotive. I guess. Because, you know, they're natural-born enemies. Right. Yeah. Okay, the 1916... Uh, this is where it gets weird. So... There's this woman... Uh, she claims her cousin, Francis Ford, which is a great name, she claimed he wrote it in 1910. Francis Ford? His name was Francis Ford. Coppola? Nope. Okay. Nope. But wouldn't that be a twist? Eh? <laughs> Francis Ford Coppola is the true author behind the <laughs> <laughs> All right, so she says he wrote it in 1910. So she goes to another publisher, Grosset and Dunlap. They're going to publish the same book, but with him as the author. Platinum Monk, due to the fact that this is pretty much the only book that's making them any money at all, sue! Sue! Boy, how they sue! So, um... And then, while they're suing, they set up a nationwide search with a 1,000 reward for, quote, information... dollar $1, A 1,000 dollar reward. Yeah, uh-huh. I should probably specify that. Right. 1,000 dollar reward for, quote, information establishing beyond any reasonable doubt the exact identity of the actual author of the famous childhood classic, This is the publisher. They don't even know? They don't even know. They do not even know where they got this, apparently. Um, So nobody knows who actually wrote this story (laughs) is the moral of the story. We have no idea. Uh, By the way, folks, if you ever want to read more about this, because I'm just... This is the abbreviated version. uh, You should go to In Search of Waddy Piper, A Brief History of the Little Engine Story, Celebrating More Than 100 Years of Thinking I Can... Which Roy E. Plotnick of the University of Illinois at Chicago put online. And that's Wattie, W A T T. Yeah, like a bulb that's got Watt's E. Like, yeah. Yeah. All right, so then there was another illustrated version. I'm gonna pull that out for you here. This one came out in 2005. Boom! Big sucker. Still got the creepy clown. Well, you, you they tried God. to de-creepify this clown. so really long fingers. Yeah, okay. What, what, is, you, it? what, what is it with you and clowns and fingers? You I lived hate. with a clown. I hate clowns. You lived with a clown.
1: Okay, Come I here. like that clown, but I don't
0: like any other clowns. All right. Okay, but look at him. He's so hopeful. Look at the hope in the little clown's eyes.
1: Yeah. So this was
0: illustrated by Loren Long. That little creature takes his kneecaps out. <laughs> Okay, so here's where we get kind of complicated here. Um, you were complaining about, oh, they're all white dolls. Uh-huh. Yeah, so... Blondes and brunettes. Okay, so this book, in 2005, was like, oh, well, let's just put in I an Ameri- American anything. Indian stereotype doll. That'll make it a better... I'm like, why would you do that? Why? Why? Who thought that was a good idea? By the way, that elephant... Full-on crying. Full-on crying. Yeah. Because apparently that's what elephants do.
1: And and it still says here, was ready to yeah. And
0: cry. Yeah. No, no that is full-on no, crying. Every single time. So that's kind of accurate to the original. And then, there you go. You can tell that the little engine of code is female because eyelashes. What? Eyelashes. The universal symbol for femininity. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> female. She's even got a... They tried to incorporate her face... In the old one, the yeah, face get... was in the steam, and I was fine with that. It was in, like, the uh-huh. the steam, you know, the smokestack. Uh-huh. But uh, apparently that wasn't good enough, and so they put her on the base of the thing, and it's it's weird, man. It's weird. But, uh, yeah, so this is now, this is, I, I don't know that this has replaced the original. The original, nope, they're both full of creepy clowns <laughs> with long but fingers. We can't get away from that. This one's got a tongue. Look, she's sticking out her tongue in concentration, even as she goes up that hill. Mm-hmm. Trains trains have tongues. Did you know that? <laughs> I think we both engines, learned something here today. Engine oh, and engines have tongues. Oh, engines have tongues. That's right. Snap. Snap. That's a callback. <laughs> All right. Ratings time. Oh, bop, 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 bop. Ratings time. And what we're going to rate, we're not going to rate the new one, and we're not going to rate the one that Lois Lansky did back in the day. Can I just point out one thing before we do the ratings time that I don't like about this book? This is the worst laid out from a design standpoint book of all time. Look, I'm going to read the first page. You tell me what's wrong with this. Chug, chug, chug. Puff, puff, puff. Ding, dong, ding, dong. The little train rumbled over the tracks. She was a happy little train. I have to turn the page now. For she had such a jolly load to carry. Who cuts off? in the middle of the sentence, for a page turn, and it does it the next one, too. And it does it with the next one, too. There, was, uh, there were toy animals, giraffes with long necks, teddy bears with almost no neck and all. Ah! And it does it over and over. Like, they're almost making a point. <laughs> like, they're almost like, yeah, you're all, like, spoiled. You've got books that, like, keep sentences entirely on single pages. Well, we shall destroy that. Oh, by the way, did you notice that the milk had legs?
1: The milk has legs, and that the food that's supposed to be good for the kids, and then they put in lollipops. I wasn't going to mention that, but I'm like, there's
0: spinach, yeah, and lollipops. Well, come on, these are for after meal treats. They're very clear about that. After meal treats. Mm -hmm. Anyway, that's my problem with the book. I have, I can get over the creepy clown. I can get over the fact that poor Red Engine is literally abandoned. I think we see a final shot of her. Just sort of like, yeah, because we, we, yeah, she's somewhere here. She's way far away. Um, Maybe
1: the blue engine comes back to get the red original engine. That would be nice of her. Well,
0: Her job is to move the train. This is not her job. This is not in her job description. She says quite clearly, my job is just like to move the other trains around. I'm not like a train that takes people anywhere. But, you know, hey, I'll help you out. But um, yeah, so but my problem is the design. I, I get I get mad at it every time I have to read this out loud to my children. It seems like a personal affront <laughs> that I have to. How can we make our our friend Betsy Bird upset? <laughs> I know we'll put another sentence on two pages. <laughs> It worked! All right. So anyway, ratings time. Now I know how to make you really upset. No, seriously. Write, write me a, a book. children's book and just cut off the sentence like midway through and make me turn a page. do I don't want the On second. the first p- page, man. It's like the balls of I'm going to have the second page just have one word. That <sighs> would be, that would just. Once upon, oh. a, time, once upon a time there Every was OCD a OCD impulse girl. and my body is throbbing right now. I'm just like, why would you do that? It's so easy to keep sentences to get, like, every, even self-published books these days. It's okay. It's going to be okay. Read it. Rate this book. All right. All
1: right. Okay. Rate it. So I like that the, essentially the moral of the story is that if you think you can do something and you try really hard, you might be successful. You got to at least try. I right. I think it's the
0: moral of the story. Yeah. Right.
1: It's a good moral. Um, it's a good moral. Yeah, I like it. Um, yeah, I'm going to try. I feel like possibly there are other books that can illustrate that better.
0: Sure, I think this, that's a fair thing to say.
1: But this, the, because this is so old, um, you know, we kind of hold it in high regard because it was one of the first books to do that. Right. right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And because of that, I I am kind of straight down the middle here. I'm a five. I don't hate it. I don't love it. I like the message that it portrays. I hate those clowns' long fingers. So it's so I'm torn. I'm, I'm you know it's a classic, but it's not one that I would um, immediately
0: go to. It would it would be on a shelf, but yeah. might have some dust on it. And so I'm what was your number again? A five a five you're pretty nice you're pretty nice i'm actually going to go lower than you hmm. i'm actually thinking more like a 4 mm-hmm. um because it bugs me um though i think i've just realized I mean so i gave you this whole thing on like the mystery and we don't know who wrote it we may never know and then i'm opening up okay yeah this is bizarre i open up the original version here and on the copyright page It literally says From the Pony Engine by Mabel C. Bragg What? (laughs) Apparently they decided at some point to credit the Pony Engine Thanks Mabel C. Bragg Then I look at like the 2005 edition to think, see whether or not they credit uh, that particular one Uh, And the answer is no (laughs) Mabel C. Bragg completely forgotten in the newest edition so there you go. We still don't know who wrote this book that I am giving a four, and uh, as therefore is not. Is not a classic. Well, yeah. 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 you know. I'm not heartbroken. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone will be. I don't think anyone... I think people will think... think it's a classic, but it's... Yeah. Eh. Eh. You know, it's a classic. You can take or leap. It's like... It's a take-it-or-leave-it class. It's a take-it-or-leave-it. Great. New category. All right. (laughs) Boop, 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 boop. Fantastic. All right. Letters. Right. We've got letters. We've got lots and lots and lots of lots of letters. We have so many letters that I am not actually going to do them all. I'm going to save some for next time because sometimes we don't get that many letters. Um, So in two cases... Uh, in previous podcasts, I asked for listener suggestions. Can you remember what any of those those Hanukkah? Things... Yes. Can anyone name a classic Hanukkah book? Do you remember what the other one was? No. Okay. The other one was in the Strega Nona episode. I challenged listeners to come up with any any pop culture anywhere, uh, any case where an old woman was paired with a stupid young oh, man. Yeah. Right. We have an answer. And it, I love it It comes from our friend James Kennedy Oh Yay, James He texted me this answer Apropos of nothing Because he was listening to the podcast And let me tell you This particular text made no sense Until <laughs> I finally was able to figure out what he was saying This is what he wrote Of the Striganone Challenge He says Comic partners of older woman, younger, dumb-lunk man Stop or my mom will shoot what? Have you ever seen Stop or My Mom Will Shoot? Oh, I thought he was having a stroke while See, writing See, that <laughs> is exactly what I was like I was reading this going like Well, and he did this before a Christmas party And I was like, are we going to do something at the Christmas party with Stop or My Mom Will Shoot? No, no So, uh, that, you know, that classic film, Stop or My Mom Will Shoot You haven't seen it?
1: No Yeah, you know who else hasn't seen it?
0: Everyone America <laughs> That's right, that's right, we haven't seen that but I. So I'm taking his word on that one Okay and then in Herschel and the Hanukkah Goblins, I asked for suggestions of other famous Hanukkah books. Uh, listener Marcy wrote in, and she uh, suggested Marilyn Hersh's Potato Pancakes All Around, A Hanukkah Tale, originally from 1978. Thank you, Marcy. I believe that is one of the books I would constantly pull out and put on display in my children's room. Uh, we should do that next year. Yeah, all right. Well, I got another one, though. I got another one. I'm surprised no one suggested it, but I've got, a, I've got another Hanukkah one that I would I would kind of like to do, but it's a little newish, but maybe we should do that one. So, If you love it or hate it, let us know at uh, FuseKate8 at gmail.com. Well, we'll do that. Other email. Oh, uh, regular listener, Stephanie. Uh, she listened to our Millions of Cats our, episode. Our, our third sister. Our third sister. That's yes. the one. That's the one. You remember her well, yes. <laughs> and uh, as she pointed out, in Millions of Cats... It is believed that that little tiny kitten has eaten all the other oh, yeah. millions of billions and trillions of cats. Wait, eaten? Yeah, eaten. Wouldn't it be really fat, then? Well, I know. That's what's so
1: disturbing about that cat. I can see it killing all the other cats, but not eating Well, their one.
0: bodies are nowhere to be found. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cats sure. dig, though. You know, and they like to... That's a lot of digging. That's a lot of there digging. There was millions and billions of trillions of cats. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little scrawny kid. Anyway, as oh, she points... it. It totally makes more sense that the cat ate all of them well, right? instead of digging. This oh, was, yeah. But her point was any indoor outdoor cat owner will tell you there's going to be a whole lot of vomit soon. Oh, yeah. yeah that's going to be oh, horrifying. Horrifying. And it's that. <sighs> <clears> or <throat> well, you hear them do it and you're like, no, 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 bed, no, 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 uh, last one. Oh, last one. Uh, is a mistake. And guess who made the mistake? Me? No. Oh. This guy over trying, here on this side, the side the of the, the microphone. microphone. Yeah. No. Sorry. No, this was me. I made I made a, an egregious error in mm-hmm. the Madeline episode. All oh. right. So that uh, stupid book with the little brat who. Yeah. <sighs> we got a lot of mail about that, Missy, but I'm saving it for next time. All okay. right. This is the one that I'm doing because it it was my mistake. So, uh, Kirsten wrote in. And she said the following. She said, Dear Betsy, Ludwig Bemelmans is Austrian, like the fellow Austrian Ludwig von Beethoven. Though Bemelmans spent a lot of time in France, sorry to have to point out the error, but it was driving me crazy. So it's not. I bem- kept saying bem-memol. he was. It's not Bemelmans. It's, okay, say it with an Austrian accent. Go. No. <laughs> I'm <have a, laughs> oh, still sick. Really? Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's too <laughs> bad. Oh, and she goes on, actually, I should say, to say that. Um." She, she loved the show uh, She doesn't have any issues with Madeline But quote I do have major problems with Madeline and the Bad Hat That's one of the sequels Which I first encountered as children's theater If Kate wants to diss on Madeline She should read this one Which involves guillotine chickens Heck, I'll diss on all of them I do I'm Bring just them hung I. up on the guillotine chickens I've read this book I have no recollection of guillotine chickens But I do like to say <laughs> Yeah, exactly I think it would be like much briefer Like <laughs> Yeah. I just like saying guillotine. It's really difficult to say. Just like saying guillotine. guillotine guillotine. Okay. Yeah. That's fun. Our
1: listeners are learning so much about you. Yeah. Like how much I like
0: guillotine.
1: And you like all the sentences to be on one page.
0: Well, that's just common sense. Okay, we're moving on. That's <sighs> <laughs> Alright, grown up things we like. Alright. Grown up things we like. What do you like? Well,
1: I like a lot of
0: things. Do you? Because I had a two-week trip. Narrow
1: that thing down. <laughs> um. So I I will I might offend some people when I say this, All but right. I preferred New Zealand over Australia. Oh wow! Yeah,
0: I learned a lot. Was about, that because of the Hobbit hole you went into? Uh,
1: no, no. Okay. But I I did go to I I saw only one Lord of the Rings movie, <laughs> which was the second one. And, uh, what? yeah but I still went to Hobbiton, and it was awesome uh, um I suppose that that could be my uh my thing but um no it was I just thought it was really interesting I saw hakka dance live mm-hmm. I learned a lot about um the plants there and and the different uh, uh, how the island is built on i think it's like 52 volcanoes I did not know that um i have don't quote they had an earthquake there i remember but um yeah I, when there we we had this awesome tour guide who was giving us all sorts of information I was writing everything down as fast as I could but uh yeah mm. um I forgot that it's summertime there oh and uh and she called me an Irish rose because I
0: burned all all over my face oh my you look good now thanks you did not look burned yeah it's uh yeah. it's exfoliation. It's a, well that's the Chicago weather for you and, and yeah here's sure what ails you
1: still a little flaky bits yeah. and pieces
0: but uh no yeah I
1: highly recommend going to New Zealand uh, we went to Auckland it's beautiful oh and uh, I would go back in a heartbeat
0: that's good yeah so there's this thing on um, this thing on pop culture happy or another podcast that I enjoy listening to where they have what they call the zaxon rule. And the Zaxxon rule states uh, that when you do, like, one of these things, like, grown-up things we like and things like that, you can't do something that's, like, really specific to yourself. So you were, like, going to New Zealand. That's fine. That does not fall under the Zaxxon rule. Uh, I interviewed Neil Patrick Harris. I can't make that the grown-up thing I like because that's not a thing that I'm like, I highly recommend it. When you're asked, Everyone yes. should, <laughs> you should interview NPH. You really NPH, should. Just NPH to... is a super nice guy. Interview that guy sometime. No. So here's what I actually, my actual run-up uh, thing, I saw the film Lady Bird. Have you seen the film Lady Bird? uh uh-uh. Okay, so Lady Bird. I saw Star Wars. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm not no. talking about that because I haven't seen it yet. So. Oh don't gosh. talk about it. It was awesome. I'm you, sure sure it
1: was. was. The musical break, when they all <sighs> come out and start tap
0: dancing, it's like... I don't even know if it's true. I refuse to like listen to, like or see anything. And Carrie Fisher thing. has like a solo. It's not it's... even... I can't even... Anyway, so Lady Bird, which has no... Actually, there is dancing and singing in that movie, but it's only because they're in a musical. Um, but they're... this movie is amazing. It's First of all, the problem is the trailer's terrible, so don't watch that. And it was created by uh, someone involved in the film Francis Ha, which so many people hate that I when I mention Lady Bird, the first thing that most people who have seen like a trailer for it say is, Ugh, "Is it like Francis Ha?" It's not like Francis Ha. It is funny, funny, funny about a girl. She's a teenager. She's living with her mom and dad, uh, and her uh, older brother and his girlfriend. Uh, in Sacramento, California It is a love letter to Sacramento, California uh, Like nothing I've ever seen This takes place in the early aughts um, So it's a historical piece and, uh, and it's just her applying for different colleges Dealing with her parents' money woes Falling for two different teenage boys that She should not be falling for But that's not the focus Her friendship with a girl she's been friends with years It's great It's fun It's funny So it's a comedy It is a comedy Which I did not know going in I thought it was going to be It was going to be A serious Important piece About a mother's relationship With her daughter And how they don't get along But they love each other And there Yeah there's some of that But it's also got uh, Snappy nuns And uh What nun? Well she goes to a Catholic school And there's a There's a very funny nun And then there's One moment where she's In the school play And the regular teacher has had to leave, and so they bring in this jock priest who's like doing all the calls of like on the theater, like with a big board, like you would football place. Now you're gonna come south. Now that this because he's doing the tempest, and he's like fairies coming hard on the right, hard on the right. (laughs) It is it is great. So two thumbs up on Ladybird. Okay, and that's it. Wow. Yeah. We, uh, we, we, we did a book. We were the sisters that could. We, we thought we could. We thought we could. And we did. We did. And we did. We did. We did. All right. I'm Betsy. I'm Kate. See you next time. Fuse 8 and Kate is a Fuse Number 8 production. You can reach us at FuseKate8 at gmail.com. You can follow Betsy on Twitter at Fuse8. That's Fuse and 8, E-I-G-H-T. Follow us on iTunes and read our podcast if you're so inclined. Our music is by Haddon gibbons kind and our air cartographer is Drew Etienza. Views 8 and Kate is a creation of Kate Ramsey and Betsy Bird, and does not reflect the views of School Library Journal.